I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Oi. For you, love Boz Gags. Artie Idala, right there with Takapina, famous defense attorney in the country today. He's been joining us quite a bit lately, but he's going to be gone for a while now because he's on his way to Italia tomorrow to see my man Bruce Springsteen in concert. And I guess, I guess you're doing other stuff, right? Not just seeing Bruce. Are you working or what are you doing there? Yeah, I'm, doing, uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit in Milan. I got a quick little business thing to do but you know sit every once in a while you've got to just like enjoy life right i mean what the hell are we killing ourselves nah, i agree i agree i'm you not know, a, and, a, and, and to your point i'm not doing nearly enough of that in the last couple of years especially since bernie got sick and, I, and i'm going to start to do that because god knows i'm 56 i don't feel as good as i used to so i like what you said and i agree at some point not when you're old and really can't enjoy it you have to start to take take some time off and enjoy life you have to yeah and that you know the the sand to the hourglass we, you know, we're six months apart. You know, it's starting to drop on through, and you know, you can't bend down as well, and nope. you can't jump up as well, and and so yeah, I'm gonna have a little bit of fun. We're gonna go to Florence. We're gonna go to Rome. It's uh, I'm going with six of my buddies, and then two more meeting. There's gonna be eight of us in Rome. It's it should be memorable. It wow. should be memorable. Awesome. I'm actually out right now. I'm about to go to court out in Southampton for. Uh, a woman who had a fight with her uh, cleaning lady and a cell phone was broken. And, the, you know, the thing is, when we were kids, the cell phones were like 100 200 bucks. Now you break someone's cell phone, it's a $1,300 yeah. thing. It's, it's, a, it's a felony. Yeah. Yeah. Once it's over $1,000, yeah. it's a felony. It becomes like a serious yeah. thing. So yeah. I'm here, and then uh, I'm back in the office a little later. Tomorrow, uh, 7 o'clock at night, I'm uh, wheels up. So I'm you, and you're going to see uh, Joseph, right? Joe Takapina there, right? I, he's there. He was at uh, his soccer game on Saturday, and uh, I, I'm going to see him Thursday. And God willing, with walking around town with the owner of the local soccer team, will uh, at least get me a free coffee or get me in somewhere. <laughs> well, so we'll have a good time. I know the soccer team uh, suffered a bad loss on Saturday, which I'm sure Tack is not happy about. But 
you know, he's in London, too, uh, his first grandchild. He saw little Theo and going to see Springsteen with you in Italy. So the loss of the soccer team, I guess, will be able to uh, get through that. Absorb it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, But you've been to Italy a million times, no? Yes, like, like like not a million times, but over a hundred times. It's, I've been very lucky, Sid. My, you know, when we were kids and everyone was playing stickball in the street and things like that, my dad had me sitting on Saturdays with a tutor teaching me Italian. And at the time, I was really pissed about it. And now, boy, I mean, I hug him wow. and kiss him and thank him all That's the awesome. time that I know how to yeah. speak Italian. And yeah. it's, you know, like it's a different feeling even though now so many people speak English, but being able to like converse in the language over there is, is very special. It's oh, that's awesome. Place. It's the best place to go on vacation is Italy. I mean, right. You eat and drink and the people are wonderful. The sites are so historic. So I'm, I'm fired up. We've only been there once. My buddy owned a beautiful villa in Etri, which is a small town about 40 miles north of Rome. But, we did Rome. We did Capri. We really love Capri. And it is a lovely, lovely country. But people used to say to me, have you been to Italy? And I said, yes, Bay Ridge. <laughs> but times have changed. But when I went to Poly, Italy was Bay Ridge. No? Yeah, well, it's uh, yeah, that's, it's different now. You know, Bay Ridge is, is a lot more mixed than it used to be. Yeah. But, I, you know, I love it. And people think I'm a nut because, as you know, I'm always bouncing around Manhattan. And people say to you, you know, where do you live? I go 86th Street. They go Upper East or Upper West. <laughs> Colonial, between Colonial Road and Narrow. Right, right. That they was... look at me all confused because yeah. I, love, I, I love our neighborhood. Um, but, you know, I ride the subways coming, coming into the city from our neighborhood. And, you know, what happened two weeks ago is headline news all over the country. All over the country. I know. It's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. And you and I have had a lot of discussions off the air, on the air. Uh, I know I spoke to you after I was on live with Katz Batidis on Friday. I spoke to you when Kniff reached out to me first, mind you, on Friday afternoon. So today is his summation. He's going to join me probably tomorrow, maybe Wednesday, probably tomorrow. Uh, what have you seen the last couple of days? What have you heard? He really, really believes in his heart of hearts. He really does that uh, his client, Mr. Penny, is going to get off and uh, be absolved here. What are you hearing? I, I think I think of well, he's got to go. Here's a hard decision. When you go into the grand jury, so they're going to put this case into the grand jury. Right now, he's only been arrested on a complaint, which you know that that does not entitle the DA's office to have a felony charge. Grand jurors have to vote a felony charge. And the the, the big question that that Kniff and Reiser have going to have to ask themselves is, you know, do we put this guy into the grand jury? And the reason why I I think they should, number one, is because you know a lot of these grand jurors are subway riders. And you know a lot of these grand jurors have been confronted with people who just scare the daylights out of you. I mean, it's scary. You're in these subways. You know, you got a young man screaming and yelling about how, you know, I'm ready to spend my life in prison. I mean, that's crazy stuff. So I think there'll, there'll be some sympathy there. I also know that. Uh, and everyone knows they initially brought Penny in for questioning. And I, my understanding is he probably spoke to the detectives, and that statement will be admissible in the grand jury. So if you're going to have a detective read his statement, why not put the guy in there right. if he, you know, if he's someone who can be controlled? I mean, you know, we've been talking about Donald Trump a lot lately, and why didn't he testify at the trial? Because he's a guy who you can't control. You're, you know, he's not going to listen to you. You know, yeah, I'll say what I'm going to say. I became president of the United States. You're going to tell me what to say. So, you know, but Penny probably, as a Marine, if he's a true Marine, which I'm sure he is, is going to be a disciplined guy. And he's a, probably a smart guy to listen to his lawyers. 
and they'll put him in the grand jury, and then let's see if, if he even gets actually charged. You know, there's 23 grand jurors, 12 of them, 16 of them have to hear all of the evidence, and then of, of the whoever's heard all of the evidence, at least 12 have to vote to indict. And they may not get 12, and I got the news for you. I, I know for a fact that there are prosecutors, senior prosecutors in the DA's office who would be thrilled if the grand jury does not indict this guy. Okay. Uh, one of our mutual friends, I love this girl very much. They have to put them on the grand jury. They must put him in. Uh, she seems to think they must put him in. I don't know why, Danielle, but she does. Uh, do you, I mean, well, because, because you want you – look – it's a lot easier to indict someone whose name you just know and you don't know what they look like and what their face is all about than to, like, look at a guy, hear his story, right. hear him say, look, I, this guy was really scaring the heck out of a lot of people. And, I, you know, I did what I, I thought was the right thing to do. And I had zero intention of, of even hurting this guy. I was just trying to subdue him. Right. And, you know, I, I, Obviously, I totally regret, and maybe the guy breaks down crying a little bit. I didn't mean to kill anyone. I didn't want to kill anyone. I just wanted to save these my fellow passengers from possible real harm. And even though this doesn't really matter uh, it, it legally, we all know that this is an individual who did cause real harm to other people, to total strangers on the subway. So it's not like our guy was, you know— it was totally off base, Mr. Penny. You know what's funny about total harm, too, is people confuse that with physical violence. People said to me, well, he didn't touch anybody. Let me tell you something. My 14-year-old son, Gabriel, goes on the train. He sits across from a guy who never touches him. But that guy yells and screams, I want to kill you. My son is scared to death to go back on the train. Don't tell me that's not a form of violence. I don't care whether uh, Mr. Uh, Neely touched somebody or not. If he was throwing stuff, flailing, yelling, and screaming, I'm going to kill you. I don't mind going to prison. My son, he's never the same. To me, that is a form of violence. Yeah. And, and, and are you supposed to wait for that? I mean, that's right. the thing. You wait for it? wait for the harm to happen and then act? Come so, on. You know, whatever. It's, it's a case that... Um, you know, uh, it's going to be in the headlines for a while. I mean, I think it's probably going to die down a little bit. I, My guess is they're not going to rush through the grand jury. Like, I don't think we're going to hear by Friday of this week that, oh, yeah, there's an indictment. I bet you they're going to wait a couple of weeks. Yeah. They, look, they only arrested him to chill out these moron prosecutors, uh, protesters who are jumping on the train tracks. Right. Said, if it was up to me, every one of those protesters who jumped on the train tracks, they, you want to protest like that? You want to disrupt people's lives? That's fine. One week, Rikers Island. One well, week, wait a Rikers second. Island. So you're telling one me, as Island. one of the world's most famous defense attorneys, if they arrested those protesters, you would say no? I would say no what? To, to represent them? Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone's entitled to right. a defense. A retainer's a retainer, right? Whether, right? It's not, it's just, you know, it, but it's just... So, you know, but the thing is, Alvin, I'm talking about from Alvin Bragg. No, I know. I, I got Alvin you. Alvin Bragg yeah. is going to be like, yeah. oh, dismissed. Case dismissed. Case dismissed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There were right ways to protest, and there were wrong ways to protest. And, you know, jumping on the train tracks and stopping everyone from getting home or going to work or doing everything they're going to do right. who have nothing to do with this, that's the wrong way to protest. Go, go, you know, go protest in front of City Hall or one police plaza. Don't protest. In the middle of the day when Sid's trying to get back to Queens Thank or Arthur's trying to get back to Brooklyn, it's That's ridiculous. Right. No good. And we did have an incident, by the way, where a guy did push Gabe on the train. He was yelling and screaming. And to your point, he eventually pushed him. And uh, Danielle got in the guy's face. But you can't wait for something to escalate to get there. So, again, in my opinion, 
Daniel Penny is a hero. Now, lastly, 60 seconds before you go to court and then you go to Italy and enjoy your life, these uh, Trump deals, Takapina dealt cases, I should say. He, he's dealing with the Alvin Bragg one now. They're not due back in court till December. Uh, we know, of course, that she got uh, sexually abuse charged her way, this E. Jean Carroll. You got Georgia. You got January 6th. You've got Mar-a-Lago all coming up. People seem to think Georgia was a bad deal. I don't. He didn't see, go out there and find 12,000 illegal boats, do this. He did nothing. It was like the Ukraine phone call. What do you think, honestly, when it's all said and done and all these, all these uh, put their face in front of the legal system, what do you think happens to Donald Trump? Well, he's such an anomaly compared to every other human being on the planet. I mean, he's like, if it was anyone else, they'd be like, there's no way he can survive. There's no way he can survive. It's just too much coming at him at the same time. But if you just take him one at a time and pick off one at a time, I mean, the Mar-a-Lago one with the, with the documents, that's the one that kind of concerns me because apparently after he got the subpoena, he, there are going to be witnesses or have been witnesses who are going to testify that he ordered them to move things. There's a big difference between before he got the subpoena and after he got the subpoena. But, you know, Wait, but you're I, telling me that they're going to be able to move forward with anything with that case when the guy he's running against has 1,900 boxes in 30 different locations? How can you possibly indict and or charge Donald Trump and not do the same to the sitting president? Because what they're going to say is as soon as Biden got the subpoenas, he opened up his garage door, showed you his Corvette, and said, okay, yeah, here they are, they're here, they're here, whereas Donald Trump got the subpoenas and said, move this, move that, move the other thing. There's, you know, there's a big difference in being in complying with the subpoena and versus, you know, absolutely thumbing your nose at it. But as I said, if there's anyone who can survive these things, it's probably Donald Trump. He's got good lawyers in every jurisdiction. And he'll fight, fight, fight while he's running for president of the United States. And we talk about being a little distracted, but, you know, we shall say, look, it's a great system, but it's far from a perfect system, and it is not just. So some people get hit hard and other people don't get hit at all. That's the world we live in. Yeah, that's true. Well, listen, good luck in uh, court today and have a safe trip to Italy. Have a blast. Have a great time. You've been phenomenal for me the last couple of weeks, so I look forward to you getting back and regaining that spot, Audie. I love you. Thank you, pal. All right. Thank you, Sid. You've been the best, and congratulations on all your success. You too. Thank you. Thank you. There he is, famous defense attorney, standing outside a courtroom in Southampton. That's what he does for me on his way to Italy, the great Arthur Idala.